All right. It's such a gift to have your presence here this evening. For the past few weeks, we've been taking a deep dive into the Nativity story and all of its components. This story has been celebrated for over 2,000 years, and we must ask ourselves, what is it that makes it different from other stories? Scholars, philosophers, and many a wise man and woman have studied this story. In the end, its meaning is unique and personal to each and every one of us. Tonight, we celebrate each aspect of the nativity for its hidden meaning. Each reflects a step we can take to live more fully as the hands and hearts and moving spirit of the holy. When Moses encountered the burning bush and asked the God of his knowing how he should identify him, that God said, I am that I am. We have learned that the words I am are powerful in creation. Tonight, we welcome the I am that you are. What is contained in the nativity story is the hidden wisdom necessary for each of us to give birth to our own I am Christ consciousness, our enlightened and holiest self. Tonight, with the help of many voices, you'll hear the story of this sacred birth. It is the greatest story ever told. Let's begin with the song. Starlight shines, the night is still Shepherds watching from a hill I close my eyes and see the night When love was born A perfect child Gently waits A mother bends To kiss God's face I close my eyes And see the night When love was born Angels
here to tell you the greatest story ever told. It's a story you've heard many times when we celebrate Christmas, but not quite the same way we'll tell it tonight. Christmas is about faith and believing in a miracle. This is a story that takes place within each one of us, not just on Christmas, but every day of our lives. Christmas isn't just a celebration to honor an event that happened to one person long ago. It's a story about the birth of the Holy Child within our hearts. This story honors the presence of love within all of us, and that is why Christmas is so important. Christmas is a happening, an event, a celebration. It's a time for joining our minds, our hearts, and our spirits to create a loving environment in which a new birth can take place, a holy birth. Each of the candles on this altar represent the characters, locations, and qualities in your birth story, as well as the story of the birth of the wayshower, who in Aramaic and Hebrew was named Yeshua. Tonight, you have the opportunity to birth your holiest self. You are the living truth of the Christmas story. And every good story must start with these words. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, there was a miraculous happening in a city called Bethlehem. And so the first candle we light represents Bethlehem. Bethlehem is deep within you. The word itself means house of bread. And it represents the nourishment of your sacred self. In order to birth who you really are, you have been given a temple, a physical home, where you and your soul already reside. On this very special night, two weary travelers entered Bethlehem. The first was a woman full with child, and her name was Mary. And so as I light the second candle, it represents Mary. I am Mary, the mother of the holy child to come. I am you and you are me. I am the gentlest aspect of love in your heart. Yet I am strong and true because all the power of the universe is contained in me, just as it is contained in you. Mary represents pure, unselfish love. She symbolizes the inner devotional aspect of you that will give birth to greatness. Spiritual wisdom and pure, unselfish love these are the conditions of the soul necessary for the birth of your Christ consciousness, your I am presence. 
Now Mary was protected and cared for by her husband, Joseph. And the third candle we light represents Joseph. I am Joseph, the husband of Mary. I am the strength and wisdom within you that protects and guides the love you express. Strength and wisdom are only possible when joined with love. Joseph represents spiritual wisdom, the divine wisdom within that says yes to the birth of the indwelling divine. Wisdom is the guiding, protecting spirit that is needed for these fragile beginnings of something so sacred, so precious as your holy I am self. Mary and Joseph wandered through Bethlehem looking for a place to stay. And they ended up settling in a humble manger where their child was born. And the fourth candle represents the manger. This year we learned that according to Jewish custom, Mary and Joseph were most likely welcomed into the family home where they were, there were already many, many other people staying. Truly, there was no room, but they were welcomed in and offered the warmest place in the house on the lower level in the stable where the animals provided heat. There would have been lots of activity in the house. It would have been overcrowded. Have you ever denied a great potential in yourself because you were overcrowded with thoughts and worries and activities? Your spiritual birth amidst the overcrowding of your mind and your heart cannot be any other way. The manger in the stable represents purity. It is in just such simplicity that greatness is born. In the manger of your heart is a mighty yet simple place for the indwelling light in you to shine forth. When the child was born, an amazing star shone brightly in the night sky. And so the fifth candle represents that star. <laughs> nice. The light. You're such a ham. <laughs> the light, the star, is our inner guidance. It is the indwelling divine that inspires us to our own spiritual birth. The star represents in you and me the first glimmer of knowing that eventually leads us to the awareness of our true identity, the I am, the divine presence in us, as us, and all around us. As you listen, think how the story is happening in you right now, not long ago and far away, but in your heart, right here as we gather tonight. Christ consciousness in you is born when conditions are ready in your soul for this awareness to take place. Ask yourself, are you ready? Mary and Joseph wrapped the baby in swaddling clothes, and like all new parents, were speechless with wonder at this divine child. And so the sixth candle represents this divine child. I am the way shower, and my purpose is to show you the way to your own indwelling divine. You are swaddled in the physical body, which comes with a few limitations, and yet your true light, once recognized, will overcome every limitation. 
This new child is young and needs the nurturing of spiritual wisdom and pure, unselfish love to grow to its potential. Your inner wisdom guides you in bringing forth your own divine blueprint, the you you were born to be. And it unfolds day by day, bringing beauty, peace, and abundance into the world around you. In a field nearby, shepherds were tending their sheep when an angel appeared to tell them of the wondrous birth. And so the candles seven and eight represent those shepherds. Shepherds represent your ability to direct your wandering thoughts, gently but firmly bringing you back into right thinking so you can express your true nature, your God self. Beautiful angels appeared and told the shepherds, fear not, fear not. Behold, we bring you good tidings of great joy. A holy child is born this night. And so the ninth candle represents that angel. A holy child is born in you. Fear not. Your indwelling presence, or divine presence, is anointed to bring love, forgiveness, and compassion to the world that needs it. Angels represent divine ideas, the true messengers of spirit that herald the coming of your indwelling divine as you. Open your heart to divine ideas. They will guide you. Angels bring you good tidings of great joy. The answer is already within you and is born on this day. From the east came the Magi, bearing gifts of frankincense, gold, and myrrh for the divine child. And so candles 10, 11, and 12 represent the three wise ones. Each aspect of this story tells you something about yourself. The three kings tell you of your own strength and sovereignty. This aspect of the story also tells us that the journey to our indwelling divine is a worthy one. God represents, gold represents riches in the physical form. We are given what we need to become who we truly are. Frankincense represents the innate beauty of the soul, the ability to see new beauty in the world and call it forth in others. It is a healing agent and tells us that the journey to the true self is a healing journey. And myrrh represents the eternal nature of spirit, a circular wheel of eternality leading to new experiences and deeper love. All who gathered that night were changed forever. A simple birth brought joy into the world, heralded peace, and welcomed healing. Through the gifts of love and strength, Yeshua grew into his purpose and brought forth the Christ, the anointed expression of God. We know him to be a regular man who expressed the indwelling divine fully. This is the nativity, your nativity. It is the story of the indwelling divine, born in your heart, this moment and every moment. Every day is a new beginning filled with rich possibilities. The potential to birth who you really are is in every circumstance of your life at every moment. This is what Christmas is all about, birthing and living as the expression of the holy, and through that sacred expression, changing the very fabric of our existence. 
With that understanding, the story of Yeshua is complete, but your story is just beginning. I invite you now to take a deep breath, to release with a sigh. Now gently close your eyes. Know that you are safe, that you are in a sacred place. And just relax and imagine with me. Tonight, I welcome you to Bethlehem. Set down your burdens. The house is full, but we have a warm and humble place for you to rest. Place your attention on your breath. Simply breathing in and breathing out. Allow your imagination to guide you and you may see or sense or feel this experience. Looking out from the door of the house, imagine a light shining in front of you, like a star in the distance, but not too far away. Notice how brilliant that light is. As you breathe in, notice that you draw within you the light of that star. And with each breath out, you release anything that doesn't serve you. Breathe in light. Breathe out and release what you do not need. Breathe in light. Breathe out and release. Notice how the star moves closer and closer with every breath until it's directly above you, shining its full light into your very soul. Inhale this eternal light. Exhale any pain, any sorrow, any aches, anything unneeded. Notice how all that you exhaled is absorbed and transformed by the light until there is nothing flowing in and out except pure, brilliant energy that flows to you and through you and from you. This is the light of the God of your knowing. Inhale the light of the sacred center and exhale all the way through to your toes. As you inhale, feel the warmth of spirit spreading through your body and feel your heart open wide to receive this love. As you breathe, filling every cell of your being with divine light, see or sense or feel the wisdom that protects and guides you. As you recognize that it is you who is at the center of this story, whisper to yourself, 
the words, I am. Accepting your sovereignty and strength, the gifts of the Magi bring you an awareness of the beauty of your very being and your sense, your knowing of your eternal soul. In the oneness of God, there is no end to the brilliance, the peace, the joy this knowing brings. Now for a moment, rest in the silence. Be still and know that you are God. And as the voices of children sing sweetly in your ear, remember that you are birthed through love. Your physical world is healed. You have all you need. You are eternal and protected by divine wisdom. Born in the manger of your own heart, the light of the holy burns bright within you. The eternal flame of your divine nature is luminous at this very moment. Now notice how every cell of your being is aglow with divine light. You may see it or sense it or feel it. This is the light of your indwelling divine emanating into the world. See how it makes your heart overflow with love. You are the great mystery, the miraculous idea that manifests into this physical world as oneness. I invite you to listen and consider these words. I am the eternal the self beyond image and form. I am. I am all and there is nothing else. I am the luminous brilliance within you and all around you. And you are the luminous brilliance within me and all around me. There is no other. And I invite you to repeat these words after me. I am the eternal. The self beyond image and form. I am. I am all and there is nothing else. I am the brilliance within you. And you are the brilliance within me. There is no other. 
I am. And so it is. Now gently and easily stretch into your wondrous body. Open your eyes. And know that you are divine love. Alleluia. The child is born. Alleluia. Gloria. Let our hearts be open on this holy night. Alleluia. Gloria. Let our minds awaken on this holy thing it is to join together 
to honor the holy that is born in each heart. What a brilliant thing it is to have this night, this evening, to celebrate this greatest story ever told and the fact that it exists right here in us. Thank you for being here. I want to thank our music team because you can tell they've done a lot of work, yes? Yes. I also want to thank a couple of other people. I want to thank our ushers who are back at the back because they have a big job tonight. They are responsible for choreography. And we have a little bit, so I'm going to explain it to you. Then I'm going to thank a couple more people. So in a few moments, you're going to have it. This is called a candlelight service. Everybody get a candle? Anybody need a candle? Raise your hand. Okay, good. So to make this work, we have to do it in sections. What's going to happen is we'll start at the first section. And this row will come. Light the candle. Walk this way where there is a mirror. Ooh, look at that. (laughs) So you're going to stop at the mirror. Take a look at your own face. Recognize that you are the holy. See that in yourself. If it calls to you, say the words, I am. And then go back to your seat. And then the next row will start. And then the next and the next all the way through. When we complete the center, it will be your turn. And when we come to this side, you will come up, light the candle, come over here where we have a second mirror. And you will stop here and do the same thing. And then just walk down and around. If the line in front of you is coming up, Please just stay at the end of the line and eventually you'll be able to come back to your chairs. And then, same thing on this side. You guys will come this way, go across and come all the way around. That sounds complicated, but we have amazing ushers who will make that happen. Let's hear it for the ushers. I know that Connie thanked Michael earlier. I definitely want to thank Michael and... Uh, Kirk, both who are handling sound tonight. Um, It's a big job. I want to thank Chris because for tonight to happen, Chris has to stuff hundreds of little containers with candles and take care of lots of little details, print new programs and do all kinds of stuff. So thank you very much, ma'am. And I want to thank all of our readers who I'd like to introduce to you um, to my This is my right, isn't it? (laughs) To my right is Crystal Tarot. In front of me, my sweet husband, Mark. And if you two would stand up, this first lovely lady is our new associate minister, Julie Armour. So you will be seeing her face much around here. And this lovely gentleman is, I'm not going to say he's old because I'll never hear the end of it, is, has been our illustrious associate minister, Roger Butts. 
And we will, we will have an opportunity to thank Roger next Sunday. Next Sunday will be his last lesson here for a while. You'll come back in a year or so and speak again. I know it. But he will be going off to great adventures, so do join us next Sunday. And we will hear what, what wisdom Roger has. So I, back in the back corner, standing by the wall, is uh, Jamie Finn. Wave, Jamie. And somewhere here are Patsy and John. You guys wave. Okay. Um, these guys have been playing Santa for us. They went out, Jamie went yesterday and delivered gifts to our adopted family. Uh, she wrote a nice letter, it's on our Facebook page, about what that experience was. We just want to thank you all for the generosity of that. Um, it was a young single mom with a son and a brand new daughter, and uh, this was a, a huge gift for her. So thank you all for what you've done. And I want to thank Patsy and John because they collected all of the stuffed animals that were here and took them over, yes, to Marion House where they will help provide comfort. And how many of you are on our Facebook page and saw the beginnings of the building getting done in South Africa, in Uganda? Yeah, yeah, so that project is up and running too. Why point all of that out? Because you guys are doing so much good in the world. You are up to something. We say that all the time. We're up to something around here. We are changing the world one person, one act of love at a time. And so I want to honor that and celebrate that with all of you, especially at this point in our service, because at this point in our service, we go into our offering time. And when we do that, I ask you to give from gratitude, to give from a place of knowing that we are blessed we are blessed to the degree that we can change the world, that we are able to make a difference, and we are doing that. So I ask as you hold the gift that you intend to give, that you bless it with that gratitude, that you understand that as you have been giving out into the world, the world is different. And now is a time in our world where there is some question of hope. Can we really hope for the world to be different? The answer is yes, because... In this community, we are creating change. And in every other community in Colorado Springs, like this, change is happening one act of love at a time. Nobody's telling the newspapers or the television stations that it's happening. They're too busy doing it. But if for one moment you think that the world isn't getting better, let me change your mind tonight and tell you that it is people like all of you who are making the world better, just like you. And that's why it's so important that we recognize the indwelling divine, because it is that indwelling Christ child that guides us to make this change. Let's hold our gift in our hands and repeat our affirmation of abundance together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. 